Hey Zoe, this is your dad. Uh, this is episode number two. I'm here talking to my friend Brenda. Um, say hi, Brenda. Hi, everyone. <laughs> everyone hi, Zoe. and Zoe. Um, so Brenda, how do we meet? Oh man, uh, was it 2010? Yeah. Maybe. 2010, yeah. 2011? 2010, around there. Um, we met at uh, Kaplan College. In Panorama City. <laughs> In Panorama City. <laughs> right there on the corner of Roscoe and Sepulveda. Right. Pinoy right. Pinay, little Be- Asian restaurant, never fails. Yeah. Okay. That's where we met. Um, yeah. Okay. That's where we met. So we were classmates. Yes. And so when you walked into the room, you were like, who is that fucking handsome gentleman? I thought, who's that bald guy <laughs> doing crossword puzzles every damn morning? Because <laughs> oh you kept God. turning around. I sat behind you. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I kept turning around? You would always turn around. And ask you questions like, what's yeah. a three-letter word for such and such? No, you always had some smart-ass comment to say about okay. the class. That's what I wanted to ask you about, was like, in the class... Like, I was like the obnoxious know-it-all, right? Yeah. So the reason I know that is because Jenny, my wife, reminds me every time it comes up that she hated my guts. Yep. The first time she, because I met her at the same time I met you. Yeah, she sat in the back of the class. She sat in the very back of the class. Total opposites. Back of the class, you're in the first seat, front of the teacher. Right. Okay, so my wife, my current wife now, she sat in the back of the class. No interaction, no void, no nothing. No interaction. We didn't even know her name. Yeah, she was just this hot girl in the back of the, in the, back of the class. And I was in the front row with my newspaper, with my hand up, just blah, 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 just spouting Always off Always fighting back with the teacher over there. Always arguing with the teacher. That's exactly one of the greatest lessons <clears throat> that I would ever want to teach Zoe is not only do you think for yourself, but you question authority. Always. You always question authority. You always challenge authority. I mean, you don't, you know, I'm not saying you throw a Molotov cocktail or something. That's not, that's not the same thing, but... That's oh the way I've always been was like I'm gonna sit in front of the class if 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 they say bullshit I'm gonna call it out, kind of thing. And that's the way I was, right? Yeah, definitely. So you noticed that? Oh well, yeah. And everyone was annoyed, right? I would kick your chair a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, did you? Sh-? So like, we had the most laid back teacher. Yeah. You know, and then here here comes Ignacio challenging every little and like making it more. I yeah. was the guy that was every like, topic. hey, you forgot to give us homework. Yeah, I was that kid. Yes. <laughs> okay, so was there ever a time you you guys like left the room like for a break and we're like fucking can you believe? Oh yeah, Ignacio? right before you joined the team because he used to only go out to piss. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, so we used to all hang out in the hallway like who the hell is this prick? Always, <laughs> you know, making us stay extra time because you would delay the debates of uh i mean it was criminal justice we were studying right yeah so it was a law uh, mainly i remember uh during criminal law yeah all those oh, topics yeah. and you know the roe versus wade and every single i was like yeah crazy it, it, it about became like what should have been a one hour lesson became like a four hour topic 
not only that but then after class once we actually were like okay maybe this guy's not all noise and uh -huh. we started talking then mm -hmm. we would draw it out to like an eight hour conversation yes yeah. that's me yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> that just makes me laugh did anybody ever say when i wasn't there like when i was gone or something and then you guys were all hanging out was it, did anybody ever say damn he made some good points or was Probably it just, just like me <laughs> it was just you yeah you're like hey everybody everybody least, else was annoyed <laughs> yeah they were like fuck this guy yeah. i can't believe but then you were like hey at least he made a great point and then they were like he's an just, asshole he's yeah. an asshole he's atheist asshole doesn't believe in anything or anyone right yep that's great that's awesome that's exactly what i wanted to hear not i mean it, i don't take that as a compliment because obviously it's kind of an insult but I like the um, the idea of challenging the teacher because I don't think there's enough of that in classrooms, especially. Like, uh, you don't have to. Okay, so I'll I'll explain. I'm glad you brought this whole thing up, and I'm glad I I'm glad we got this going. You don't. You can't argue facts, right? I'm not saying you can argue facts. I'm not saying you can't say, "Oh, this didn't happen," or or you can't argue against the facts but what you can argue are your opinions and you can challenge when someone's being because come on sometimes those professors were being completely biased and really really well because one of them was a detective right he was a detective <clears throat> for the lapd right a retired right? detective retired detective um so the other one was a sheriff, right? He was like a retired sheriff, yeah, he too. Yeah, worked the county jails for a couple years. So right. Obviously, it's not... But they had these really jaded opinions, like these really, yeah. like, opinions that were, like... You could tell that these they weren't, they weren't conditioned to be challenged because they were police officers. Right. I think it's because they were... They, they were retired right and they were just you know trying to instill some knowledge or took it as a as a job instead of an actual you know yeah but i think their 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 police service conditioned them to the point where whenever they talk they think they're right and anybody who's talking back to them like those are the cops that are like even if you know your rights they're the ones that are like detaining you for no reason because they're not used to people standing up to them Right, but that's why I think those courses would take us and draw it out for days. That's on the why same topic because it's up for interpretation. And that's law the is the law, but then it's how you interpret it that really matters. Right? Yeah, but that's the reason why, like, we butted heads. Right, is because I always disagreed with them, and even in the points where I did this, I did agree with them. I always wanted to just disagree with them because I like devil's advocate. I like playing devil's advocate because it's. I I just I don't know. I loved it, but anyways. So we would hang out, right? Just like, just hang out after class and talk. Yep. And then um, at what point did we hang out with Jenny? Jenny was there? Um, I think she was waiting. No, she would drive herself to school. I yeah. think uh, in, on one of those occasions, because she was very quiet, very sure. reserved. She wouldn't hang out with the crazies, Real quiet. Right? Right. She would always head at home. Um, and I think one time we actually told her like, hey, why don't you just hang out for like 30 minutes? We were like, kick it with us. Yeah. And she stuck around. Um, and then listen to a little bit more of the debates because we had some interesting people in that class remember yeah I do I we remember had the people that came from like the hood upbringing to like mm -hmm. the realtor who's just doing this for shits and gigs and yes we had a good 
mix I remember. of people there. Yeah. And uh, so it, I think the the interesting conversations came after the class. I think so too. Right. And then yeah. I think she kind of gravitated towards that and she stuck around. Um, yeah. And then. And then can you say what happened? Because <laughs> <laughs> because I've, I've told this story many times, but can you and tell then, it? Because I'm interested to hear you say it. And then I could tell you started like, I don't know, how do I say it? Okay. First of all, Jenny was like the hot girl in class, right? Jenny was the quiet, shy the- girl that. She was hot. She didn't really talk to anyone. Yeah, she didn't talk to anyone. And to you, that's just an insult. If nobody acknowledges (laughs) you, because you're like an attention whore. So whenever somebody wouldn't reply or respond to your comments, it was he would take it as an insult. So he, I think, naturally just gravitated towards Jenny and was like, "Why am I not interesting?" Right? And she would blow him off. Um, You know what? That's. That's a great observation because I feel like Jenny was exactly the same way, but in the opposite sense where she's like the hot girl and she's like, why isn't this guy trying to hit on me? So like I'm the intellectual. Yeah, Cause you weren't asking her questions right. or flirting with her. You were, right. you were asking her, you were making her think, right. You're asking her about case studies and stuff like this. So, she's probably like, what the hell right. is wrong with this? So guy? I wasn't even trying to flirt with her. I was yeah. just trying to, so I was the intellectual She's like the hot. She's like the hot girl who's like, why isn't he asking for my number? Yeah. Why but isn't he? That, trying I, to I fuck remember me? the second time is when uh, I think I can't believe we dared you guys, but I yeah. think I dared you guys to uh, go in the. What were we talking about? The seven minutes in heaven or something? Like we were. <laughs> I don't know how it came up. And it, okay, first of all, this wasn't even planned. Right. Let's just get this out there because I don't want Jenny to listen to this and think <laughs> that we had this planned. But like, we were just hanging out, yeah. and then we were like. I don't know how it came up if you brought it up, but you were like, you ever played this game or something? And we're like, no, nah, we haven't played it. Just, we're not kids anymore. Right. And then I think you said, I dare you. I dare you to go in the, into the elevator. You and Jenny to go in the elevator and kiss. It was a kiss or Spencer? No, I don't it? think so. I think it was more about the fact that we didn't think you guys would do it. Yeah, to begin with. Because we're so opposite. she's so shy. Yeah. Because we're complete opposites. It looked like she was annoyed of of you. She was annoyed of me, yeah. Yeah, but then you guys came out of that elevator, and ever since then, it was just... Yeah. We never really saw you guys apart. Okay, so we went in the elevator, and then we went to the top, and then nothing happened. Because I was was pretty sure, like... I was like, I'm not going to sexually assault this girl in the elevator. (laughs) Because... Because, like, you're in an enclosed environment, right? Like, if, if you're at a party, it's different or something. But if you're in an elevator, I was really aware of the, of the idea, like, this is a really um, hostile kind of place to approach a woman, push her into the corner. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. She willingly went into the elevator. Yeah, but you never know when a woman's yeah, going <laughs> to drop consent or whatever. Like, it, you know, like... She might be down to do the elevator thing, but she might have been thinking the same thing as me where I thought we were just messing with Brenda. So like I thought like I thought thought you guys hooked up in the elevator. Well, we kissed. Okay, so anyways, we went up the elevator. That counts. (laughs) Okay, but like we went up the elevator and now and then she's kind of standing in the corner and I'm like, is she afraid of me or is does she? This is how stupid guys are. First of all, we don't know. We have no idea. You have to. You basically, you know how those 
guys are at the airport with the wands, the waving wands. Yeah. Signal. That's if you if women had that like between their legs or something like you you can wave these wands like you're good to go. And then boom, we're good. But if not, they go they put the X up like that. Then you know you can't land there. That's what we need, because or at least me. I don't know. I can't speak for all guys, but like at least me. Like I don't want to assume that she wanted what I wanted, because I was I grew up. I'm like I'm so paranoid about you know, cornering her in the corner of this elevator. And in my mind, I'm thinking, fuck, what am I, what am I going to say at court? Is Brenda going to be my witness? <laughs> you know, like, no, it was just a dare. I really went through the whole thing in my head about, fuck, like, she's going to take me to court. It was just a joke. I don't, yeah, serious. That's how traumatized yeah, guys are. It takes now, like dude. 20 seconds. I know, but still, like, it, all right, so you guys, guys made are so out. paranoid. You, you guys made out, and then okay, so we went up, and then she okay, so we went up. The door opened, and I thought, okay, if she runs out, then <laughs> she wasn't. She doesn't want it. She but doesn't if want. She stays. But if she stays, because she's given an out. The the elevator opens. That's an exit for her. I'm not blocking the entrance. I'm on the other side of the elevator. But she stays, and then the elevator the elevator door closed, and I think, okay. Maybe she wants me to corner her in the in the and then that's when I kissed her. And all these years later, we're married. We're having a baby. Oh, by the way. Yeah, expecting. You're expecting. By the way, <laughs> Zoe already knows this, but anybody else, my wife is three and a half months pregnant. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> um I don't want to say what it is yet, even though I know. But um so I guess in a way this podcast is for that unborn child as well. Wait, why don't you want to say the sex of the baby? Is it a boy? I don't know yet. Well, I do know, but I can't say it because my wife, it's Jenny's really controlling about that kind of thing. Like she really, trust me. All right. So it's a boy. <laughs> oh my God. How do you know? Because you already have a daughter. But what does that mean? You, you, what does it go on and off? Yeah. It, so it goes girl, boy, girl, boy? No, but your, your face was like, we're having a baby. We're having a baby? Yeah. How did my face say anything? I know you're having a boy now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyways. Um, so that's where we met. Okay. And you were comfortable at that point. How old were you? I was, I want to say 20, 21. Okay. When did you know you were gay or lesbian or however you did? I think like it? high school. <clears throat> when you were 16 or 17? Yeah. Some, you knew? Somewhere around there. Yeah. How did you know? When did, wait, actually, when did you decide to be gay? Because it's a choice, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> I was like, well, just I don't remember you. choosing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose to be straight either, but this is what it, No, I'm you just, just you, you notice like everybody else is crushing on certain people and you're not. And, you know, you were crushing on the other girl and you were like, why? Like, yeah. Did you ever go through a period where you felt really awkward about your attractions? Like, like you felt that this was wrong? Uh, No. Not really. I don't really? think I touched on, I don't really think I touched on that in high school. 
It was more after high school that I think I. But you're. I accepted it myself. You were raised Catholic. Yes. Did that ever play a factor? Were you ever guilt? Did you ever feel guilty of being different? Not up until the point where you actually have a partner, and then the guilt comes in because your parents don't know, and your parents are religious. That's yeah. when it. That's when the guilt arrives. Right. So the guilt isn't about acknowledging who you are. The guilt is when you act on it. Correct. And then you start lying. Well, for to, me, yes. Right. But then you start lying to your parents about it. Yeah. I feel like your parents always know. They just don't say it because I think they're afraid of their own thoughts and, you know, their upbringings. Because they know you better than you think they do. Yeah. Your parents know. So do you remember when I told you to? Do you remember a period when I told yeah, you? I remember you were pushing me to have that conversation with my mom. And I was giving you and shit And I didn't want to have right? it because I had told you, I mean, we kind of already touched on the topic. And right. It was kind of. Do you remember getting mad at me? Because yeah. you got mad. Yeah, I remember. Because I, I was pushing you and I was like, I was like, you need to tell your mom, you need to tell your parents. And then you were like, well, you were explaining to me, which is. <laughs> you were telling me like, it's not the time, whatever, like. Yeah. And I, I mean, kept I was on like, like 20. Right. <laughs> and I was pushing you to do some major things. Yeah. Which, I mean. Which other people, I guess, seems fine. But, I mean, for me, I was just like, well, when the time comes, I'll tell them. When I feel like it's important enough for them to know. I feel like they already knew. <clears throat> I mean, I've, they I, have I, an, I grew up a tomboy anyway. Sure. Right? So it's, it wouldn't surprise them. So to me, it, I feel like it seemed more important for you than it did for me. What do you mean for me? Because to me, it wouldn't change anything. Well, for me, it would or your parents? No, you, you kept pushing me wanting to have oh. that conversation. But I'm saying to me, it, it wouldn't. I don't think it would change anything. Right. Yeah. I just enjoyed pushing, which is my <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. But um, my mom is a hardcore Catholic. So that was the challenge, right? Like she's. Right. She's hardcore. She goes to church three minimum three times a week. You know, she really? has a little um pray, prayer groups that she attends and she's like oh, the leader yeah. or what she still does till this day yes to this date okay um, and now i mean and now she knows i mean she knows sure she knows you know so, my wife and she's when did that happen i'm sorry but first of all when did it happen when did they when did you come out to them i don't think i ever officially had that conversation with them but they've known for years <laughs> So it's just something that goes unsaid. It it, it never. Yeah, like uh, I mean, you're I like, hey, this is my girlfriend, knew, right? Like my brothers knew, mm -hmm. uh, my cousins knew. I mean, well, I don't think it's a conversation that always has to have or ha always has to happen. You don't think so? No. Why not? Just because if they know you and they're your parents, it's implied. It's implied. They they know you. They understand you. You don't need to say every little thing that you're thinking. So you don't. So you don't, uh, so you've never had the conversation with your, I, I did a year ago with my mom, like over, I think over like brunch. What did she say? Nothing. She touched on it and she, uh, you know, <clears throat> gave me her blessing to sure. do whatever I, I please, you know, regardless of her religion and her do you, beliefs. Do you think she prayed for you not to be gay? I'm sure. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I'm sure she prayed for years. I'm sure she won't tell me she did, but. Did uh, they ever buy you like girly dresses or like this is a princess or something did they ever do that no, when you were a I kid? think growing up 
They or they just like here's your. I think growing up as normal parents would, you know, you dress up your kid to your choosing, you know. Sure. But I think, uh, I mean, I always wore a lot of hand me down clothes for my older brother anyway. So. Oh. I don't think me being a tomboy. Right. And playing outdoors all day. And you guys kind really of probably mattered. grew into the same size eventually, yeah. and so you wore his shorts or whatever. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I guess for me, the attire wasn't really uh, an issue. So. You had the, did you ever have the conversation with your dad? No. But he knows. To this state, no. But he knows. Oh, yeah, he knows. He knows you're married. They don't know I'm married. Okay, sorry. But they know her, they know my partner, they know we live together. Okay, okay. So, they, the only thing they don't know is that you're married. Correct. And he's never asked you anything about it. But anything about, like... He's never questioned you about your sexuality or anything no, like that. Never. He's he's never. I mean, look, I want to. That that's great. It's it's a good thing. I I feel like. I feel like he also doesn't feel entitled to. So. I'm sorry. He may not feel entitled to ask anything. Oh really? Yeah. Because he's from that era, that that much he's more. Yeah. So I feel like he uh, doesn't want to <laughs> ask you like that's your business. Yeah, I don't think he would bring it up. To begin with, he's not very good with words or feelings and, you know, it's the machismo in the, you know, Mexican culture. So he, so he's the man that says more by his actions. He doesn't, he doesn't say with words. Correct. He says more with his actions. Yes. So he said with his actions that he's okay with you. With yeah. He's you being never, who you are. he's never gave me a dirty look. He's never given her a dirty look. Never. And you take that as like, that's acceptance from him. Yeah. That's great. I mean. I feel like it is. I mean, it's he's really polite, good. He's nice. He's always like trying to cater and say, what do you want? That's what do really you want to good. Eat? Like he's a cook. So he's always trying to please everyone. And yeah. just with his meals, I feel is the way he knows how to interact and say, all right, I'm cooking this for you. That's great. And that's kind of like, all right, she wanted this. That's cook this. Yeah. This is your, your welcoming. It's like more of an acceptance. If he serves you personally, Correct. like what you love. Yeah. That's he's not ex- good with words. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't That's think okay. any men other than like one cousin that I have are good with words. Mm. Yeah. It's more, they're more emotional or what? Yes. Like they're more out of their emotions. If they're mad, they drink their, <laughs> their, oh, yeah. their anger away very, or sorrows away. So very base if, emotions. Correct. Like, if they're I, heartbroken, if they drink it away. If uh, if they're happy, they're drinking. So it's <laughs> yeah. just. <laughs> if I got married, I'm drinking. If yeah, I got exactly. divorced, I'm drinking. Man. <laughs> it's not something you talk about. So that's the family you come from. Correct. But you've never you've never been that way. You've always been open about talking about your feelings, right? Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, you my mom is complete the complete opposite of my dad. My mom's very wants to talk about everything and she has feelings and thoughts and beliefs about everything and she's like mm. everybody's shrink like <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. I have no idea how many problems or issues she's heard from people. She's like a lot of people's go-to for advice. I feel like her and I would get along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who she is. Yeah. So, but she's always the one asking, like, "Oh, how are you? And how's this?" And so, how do you think they'll take you telling them that you're married? Like, is that a big deal now? Because they've already accepted you for um, who you are. I don't know that it's a big deal. I just. Um, I don't know. Just it just it's just a timing thing. 
it was a timing thing before too, right? It was like, it's not the time to bring it up. Yeah. And to me, I don't need their blessing at this point. Right. I think because yeah, uh, I made the decision and I'm happy with that decision and I don't need a blessing. I guess, I guess my thing is like it, I'm glad that you, um, are, I'm glad that you can accept it as that, you know, like, their actions and everything that they do is enough for you like to, you know, for you to feel validated. Right. But there's a lot of people who never get that validation in that situation. But not everybody's good with words. Like I could see if, if your daughter ever came up with, you know, any type of emotional distress, like, I could, I, I would think you're some type of, you know, go-to or a resource for her. She tells me all the time. And right. She's and very that's good because you're yeah. building that bond with her at a young age. And, and right. I think that's important, but I don't recall having that bond with your dad. Right. Right. I mean, and my mom, I mean, she's, she's great. She, she's like a saint, but I would never, I don't recall ever having like deep, personal conversations with her but it's interesting that even though you didn't like it's interesting that even though your father was not didn't have to explain himself so eloquently he could do exactly that with his actions he didn't need to explain that he was okay with you being gay he could just literally act okay and you could notice that yeah for him it's just another day and you know, that's awesome. Everything's good. That's, and I mean, that's cooking great. And he'll, come, I mean, he's very attentive. Not everyone has, sense. not everyone has to over explain themselves like me and shit. Yeah. Like not everyone has to do that because he's a man of few words. I think he doesn't expect words and he just kind of, he's learned to observe and just, kind I know that's type. I think that's just his way. But, but when did, okay. So, but his past was different in when you were a kid, he wasn't that way. No, when I was a kid, he was um, he wasn't around on the weekends. He was always at a um, his compadre's bar. Sure. <laughs> so he's always uh, at the bar with his friends, and uh, he'd stay up gambling for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my brothers and my mom, we would drive to the bar on Sundays, like around eleven a.m., and pick him up. Really? Right? Yeah, my older brother would or literally, would literally pick him up, like his well, body. He would be or? in the same same table. You know, it's always the same group of guys that really? would stay there. Uh, yeah, they would they would stay in the bar for like two days straight. Jesus. Yeah. Just gambling, drinking, gambling and drinking. What are they gambling? Were they playing poker? They're playing poker. Yeah, Mexican poker. Mm. Um. So yeah, we'd have to go in there and kind of. The bar owner was his friend and was a family friend, so he'd see us and say, "Oh, he's he's over I'll there. get him out." Yeah, table number two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same place, same corner. Right. Yeah. So you guys would go in there and carry him out, or take uh, him just out, kind or of like help drag him out, him out yeah. and tell him, "Hey, mom's in the car," <clears throat> and you know he was always drunk, sure. So he didn't want to step outside just because he'd have to see the sun. Yeah, and the sun sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so that that that's what I remember. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't always bad. Um, he had a good connection with my brothers because they played baseball. My mm-hmm. dad's always played baseball. Mm-hmm. So Sundays was always a thing where, I mean, we we literally grew up in the park. Um, so that those are, those are the good memories I think I have. Of him. 
Yeah, it was the days at the park because he played, my brothers played. Uh, those there's some good good parts to it. But he was never abusive. Or I anything mean, like I remember that, right? him always like being angry and mad because he wouldn't get to sleep because he was always drunk. <laughs> and you know, it's the typical wow. of like close the doors and you know toss a shoe every now and then, but nothing uh, nothing severe. He was mad that he didn't get enough sleep because he was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> he, but like I mean, but he, he probably wasn't ready to be but a it father, never I guess. came out it never it didn't come out in violence towards you right there was never any abuse um it de- it depends what do you consider abuse Cause well like- <laughs> okay i you don't have to tell me any specifics but i remember you telling me a story that i think is really fascinating i think he i think he locked you outside and wouldn't let you oh back in. he would uh he would kick me out right i'd yeah. be like well, why you specifically? Five or seven years old, because I would always cry. So you were crying uncontrollably. Yeah, and he would kick me out. But why were you crying? I don't know. I guess I was just trying just, to get attention. Okay, cry baby. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I would okay. fight. I would fight with my brothers a lot. We don't. And then you're I mean, crying. He's only a year older. And he's trying to stop you from crying, so he kicked you out of the house. Yeah, he didn't want to hear it, so he kicked me out, and then he'd lock lock the door. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I'd be just crying out there outside of the door on my own. And then uh, they laid me back in once, once I would stop crying. So is that what made you gay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I guess if that's the formula. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm yeah, just, staring at the stars really I'm made joking. me. <laughs> <laughs> was that the point? Was that the cross in the road? No, there's no diverged? epiphany at, the, at a young age for me to realize <clears throat> that. No. Yeah, you were just born that way. I guess. I don't think anybody's ever been able to answer that. That's exactly right. Because uh, that's a good lesson. It's a good thing that I always ask people who obsess about that shit. Because it's like, I was, I I never made a choice to be straight. I think the people that obsess about it are the people that are having that battle between themselves, right? Like they're emotionally having this battle that they don't understand. When someone can accept that you can naturally be away, like that's, it says more about them. Yeah. Than it does about anybody else. I mean, I don't think I've ever harmed anyone with being this way. So I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a choice either. Yeah, but I think you do do harm. Maybe. Because doesn't your mom, she's a Catholic? Yeah. Don't they want to have babies and pump them into the church? I mean, my brothers have enough kids for them to. They do? (laughs) (laughs) My older brother has uh, three kids. I see them. My younger brother has one daughter. They're cute. Yeah, really so they, um, they're they more than obsessed with their grandchildren, and I don't, I'm not depriving them of anything. Do you ever want to have kids? Uh, no. I don't think I ever had that instinct that people say, or you have that mother instinct. That Does your wife age. ever want to have kids? Um, no, I know we've joked around about uh, adoption. Yeah. Yeah, maybe That's in great. Like 10 years or something. Not Not now. Why 10 years? Because we got like three-year goals and like six-year goals. Oh, I see. Yeah. Got to get to those milestones. So you have goals like personally, like your relationship professionally as well? Um, more professionally. I think we, oh, we want to be retired within 10 years. Jesus. Both. So we got to, <laughs> we're both determined to like do everything we can to start something. Well, let me know where to apply because I, really, <laughs> I, I want that 10 year plan. I thought you heard about the mask selling thing. That's why I thought it no, was interesting. No, I never yeah, heard about it. Yeah, we sold uh, masks when the COVID pandemic first blew up. Uh, we were selling online. Really? So that gave us a good head start. Matt. 
over here is a big seller of masks also. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it blew up, man. We couldn't keep up. I mean, we were packing. He's we got experience. <laughs> he's He's got a car. He's yeah. willing to travel. Yeah, I was making trips. You know, I work in Chino, so I was making trips all the way to downtown every night. Yeah. Picking up and then For cloth off. and shit like that. Yeah, I was, you know, I became like the smuggler of you know, masks. Really? Yeah, I had like 10,000 masks in the car at any given time. No way. I would have to make the trips to the post office in the mornings, That's you know, crazy. and during lunchtime. So it was a little <clears> hectic <throat> for about six to eight weeks. And then we just said, all right. That's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, I went into that with a friend, uh, with my friend Tim, who I'd, I don't think you've ever met. Mm. And yeah, I just told him, you know what, buy me out. <laughs> like I'm, uh, Really? Yeah. So it took of off it? because we use the influencers and all it takes is a social media post and then you just... That's it? Blow up. That's all it takes right now, honestly. Um, it's all about connections and advertisement, I think. So you guys have advertisers? You know, you pay the pay the girls to post a nice-looking picture, and yeah. next thing you know, there's... Well, look, my wife's 2, pregnant. 2,000 visitors on your website checking what out. What about this? What about this? Jenny puts a big, giant mask on her stomach. On her pregnant belly, a and then boom. On her stomach. Yeah. So we're like, we're not masking our own face. Masks we mask the baby. are not recommended for babies, by the way. Children that, under two years old are not recommended to wear a mask. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking the rules. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, that, that, you know, that was kind of our first, uh, our first attempt together. I mm-hmm. um, think it worked out, lessons learned. And mm-hmm. I think we just were determined to get something going here and also... Out there in Mexico. Okay, so tell me, just briefly, tell me a little bit more about um, your wife. I don't know her. I've never met her. Yeah, you've never met her. <laughs> I, just, I would like to know about her. Um, well, I met and her. And keep in mind, she'll probably hear it, I imagine. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I got it. Um, I met her uh, while I was working at Fashion Nova. I think uh-huh. we worked together for two years. She was a model. No, she was not a model. <laughs> she worked in the warehouse, and mm-hmm. then uh, she she left. She took on another job, mm-hmm. and we kind of lost contact for a couple months. Um, I briefly left Fashion Nova. I don't think you knew this. Um, mm-hmm. I was working for the. I was working for Fashion Nova. There was a lot of, you know, politics and all that going on, and right. I took on the first job I found. So I left Fashion Nova for about three weeks, three or four weeks, right before their peak. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working down the street somewhere, you know. Then the my old boss got a hold of me, you know, convinced me to go back. Uh, I got him through the heavy season again, and then that's when I left. Mm. But her and I were not really talking during that time frame. That's when she worked in the warehouse. She used to, yeah. And you had little interactions with her, kind of briefly. Yeah, briefly. Okay. It was never. Much. Did you know she was gay? No. Did she know you were? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but okay. She was actually engaged at that time. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to ask you about. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, yeah, she was engaged. Yeah. So when I when we stopped working I remember together, this. she was still engaged to um, a guy. To a man. Yeah. So your wife. Okay. That that's what. Okay. Yeah. That's what I remember. So you were, she was engaged to a man for how long? 
Uh, I'm not too sure. I think it was like four or five years. She was engaged for four or five years. That's a whole other crazy story. (laughs) We got time. We got we got plenty of time. I mean, come on. If I I tell her story. Okay, you don't have to tell a story if you don't want to. It's okay, but it's fascinating enough that yeah, it was was, a long it was a long term relationship. I think they were together for like nine years. That was like her uh, high school sweetheart. Um, so they she both was, went to different states. Uh, this was back in Mexico. They okay. uh, went to universities, two different universities. Um, and I think it was a, this was the first time that they had kind of reconnected and lived together. Mm. So I think that dynamic really is what ended that relationship for them. So they were, had a successful relationship when they, they were, were apart. separate. Yes. And then Long when they distance got to, relationship worked out for them. And, and then, then when they got together, they were like, this yeah, is not working. Yeah, I don't think it worked out. Because I can't stand this person. Yeah. So, so she had just, um, so whatever, they, you know, I stopped working there. I came back briefly. I realized she was gone. You know, we got back in contact, but we were just communicating. Um, she was already not working there. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then we met up one night for dinner, just her and I and. Oh, tell me, tell me, please tell me. <laughs> and you know, tell me the details. Please. No, it was one of those random <clears throat> nights. Did you go in an elevator and kiss her? No, we did not go oh, in an fuck. elevator. We actually met up for dinner. Um, so you're like, let's go out. Wait, was it let's go out and have dinner as a romantic thing or let's go? Hey, no, let's it go was, hey, out. let's go reconnect because uh, her let's and go I, hang out. to this date, we can sit down start drinking and we'll we'll stay up for like eight hours just talking and no way. music and yeah um that's what you want to marry. i think that's what gravitated me towards her yeah. to begin with it's we just never get bored or tired of talking exactly and uh, i hadn't seen her for like six months and we were just texting and you know she was like oh well let's get together whenever you have a chance and i was like oh well tonight let's go have dinner yeah yeah, so we just went to dinner. The restaurant closed, so we had to check out. But we were still, like, we were having a deep conversation, so. Let's go somewhere else. We were literally drove across the street to the little um, dive bar in Downey. Mm. And, <laughs> yeah. And then you were at the dive bar. And, we're and it at was the dive dark. Bar. Okay. It was, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Let me set the scene. Nothing happened at the dive bar. You were at, oh, fuck. I don't know. Then you got in an elevator at no, the dive bar. We, uh, we got back in the car. Fuck. I I drove her right. home. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, just let me play out my fantasy here. You drove home and she said, are you coming up? And then you said, no. And then she's, and then she said, let's go in the elevator. And I dare you. And she said, okay. No, that's your story. Not Fuck. my story. <laughs> I was just hoping it wouldn't. No, no, no. <laughs> well, uh, we left the bar. I drove her home. Um, and then before I left, she was like, oh, you're, you look dr- more drunk now than when we first left. So mm. you shouldn't be driving. She's like, just park your car, blah, blah, blah. So, and then park the car and park the car, spent the night there. And Wait at her place. I, yeah. She lived by herself. Yes. She was living. She's alone. like, you're too drunk to drive. Even though you drove me here. Yep. <laughs> you're spending the night with me cause you can't drive anywhere else. Yep. So you went up to the UK, so you opened the door. Was it? <laughs> I love how you're envisioning this. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Freak. I'm sorry. Look, I'm, look, you don't have to tell me the details. I'm, I'll tell you, and you tell me if I'm I right. won't give you details, but you I- You don't have uh, to tell me details. I parked the car. <laughs> okay. Um, she was supposed to stay in her couch. Was there an elevator or stairs? I stayed in her room. 
and then we just <clears throat> we woke up and holy whoa wait wait whoa 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 so you were on the couch no 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 she was gonna sleep on the couch so she's like you're drunk you're sleeping on my bed I'll stay on the couch correct okay so then he's like okay good night yep we're drunk we need to go to sleep yep and then in the middle of the night some 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 kind of lesbian passion just sure. woke you up, right? And I then, never left the room. Well, I know. <laughs> I'll say that. So, oh, my God. So she came in the room? All I right. mean, at some point. All right, all right. I, I, whatever. I, at some point, yeah, something happened. So that was that night. Let's change the conversation. The next morning, I got up. I mean, I had to go to work. So it was kind of like, we didn't have the whole conversation. We were like. So you didn't acknowledge what happened the night no, before? No, we did, obviously, the next morning. But she kind of told me that same thing. She's like, oh, we kind of lost lost control. Like it's- We lost control last night. Yeah. And that's, that's what she I She lost control. Because well, she was a straight woman before. Yeah. You were. You were. Yeah, but we kind of left it at that. And then. Um, mm. um, did she did she do. Did she say like. Uh, you want your eggs scrambled or fertilized? Did she do one of those what? stupid jokes? No. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry. No. Just asking. All right, so, and then you had breakfast. So I left, <clears throat> yeah, so, I, no, I left for work. Um, I hadn't mm-hmm. talked to her. We have a friend in comment who's mm-hmm. trying to set us up for Friday just so that three of us can hang out because we used to do that every now and then. Yeah. And I didn't want to go because obviously it was awkward. Yeah. But we ended up meeting up, and then again, we ended up in the same place. Happened so. again. Yep. Okay, so it happened again. You met up. That Friday, and same thing. Went to her place. Yep. Did, wait, did, was it the same thing? Uh, she was on the couch, you were on the bed, and then she came from the no, couch to the bed? No, this time we just... You went straight to the bed. Correct. Fuck. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. And then, yeah, from there, I think we just kind of said, all right, well... I got to tell you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. So Art knows me very well. Um, yeah. Too well. Anyways. Anybody who knows your taste. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that idea of, like, you sleeping in your bed and her on the couch and then like and then like there being like some tension in between and then like she wakes up like i imagine <laughs> sorry like so i don't think we remember the details to be honest. okay all right I don't know. I say she came on to me. She says I came on to her. I don't know. How did you come on to her from the bedroom? Like, what did you guys meet? And they like, no, I never walked. I never stepped out of the bedroom. So she walked into the bedroom, like, just, oh, I thought this was the bathroom. I I remember her coming in several times asking if I was cold, if I wanted (laughs) No way. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, she walked in and said, are you cold? And you're like, no. And then she went back. Yeah. And then she came back with, like, are you sure you're not cold? Yep. And you said, no, I'm not cold. And like, what the fuck is it? What, yeah. What's up with this bitch? I, told her, I said, I think you're cold. Do you, you want to turn the heater here? on? Oh, no, that's what I told her. So at what point were you like, yeah, I'm cold? Like, what, what I, made you? I don't you... remember. I wish I did. Honestly. So she came in I and wish she I wish I could remember every detail of that night, but I don't. Okay, so, okay, after that, you don't remember. So she Not probably really. came in and was like, are you cold? And you're like, yeah, I'm cold. And then boom. I don't know, to be honest. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't remember. The second time, I remember even less. And then. It just became a thing where I would see her like every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So at what point did she acknowledge her own sexuality? Like, was she, what did she, did she express to you that she was always gay? No, I don't think she was. So, so sexuality is just a, 
It's a malleable thing. It changes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never questioned my my own sexuality. Well, of course not. But I'm saying, in her opinion, in her point of view, she was straight before. Right. All of a sudden, she's not. I have no idea. Have you have you've ever had this conversation? No, we have, but she's very. She's very reserved this. about it. No, she's very stern with. She does what she wants, and she's so a she, psychologist. I should tell you that. Oh fuck! She's a psychologist. Well, say no more. That okay, was her. Uh, that was her. Why did you tell me that in the beginning? <laughs> uh, out in Mexico, that's what. That's what she's. Yeah, so she outsmarted. She's you. educated. She yeah, she you. outsmarted me. I could say. She's like, I'm a straight woman. I can't win with her. It's always like a. It's a mind game. Yeah. You're married to a psychologist. Yeah. So your mind games all day? No, not really. Are they next level mind games? Are they like, you didn't take out the trash, which means no, you don't it, love it, me. It, it, I don't know. Fun. It's so easy with her. I don't know. You're cheating on me because <laughs> you refuse to take out the trash. Oh, there's no jealousy involved. There's no. No? No. It's the opposite? It's I've never had this type of relationship. It's too easy. That's when you know it's, that's when you know it's not real. Because. It's too good to be true. Aren't you waiting for the other shoe to drop where you're like... No, I think we went through good. the crazy. She's like Hannibal Lecter. Her, her, her ex went crazy the way my yeah, ex went Because psycho. she psyched her out like Hannibal Lecter. She made her swallow no, her own tongue or whatever. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. So you guys don't fight? No. Our, I think our arguments are more of, uh, you know, me leaving my shoes everywhere and, mm. you know. <laughs> Just silly things. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what do you argue about? That's awesome. Who? You. You and Jenny, what do you guys uh, argue about? All right. So, yeah, let's turn it back on me. <laughs> <clears throat> I think we've heard enough about you. Yeah. I'm, I want to I wanna ask more about you and this relationship. It's fascinating, but go ahead. Give it to me. Yeah. So what do you guys argue about? Because I don't think I argue with her on a daily basis at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been very few times that I can recall that I know she's upset. Um, but she's of the type that likes to speak and verbalize her, her feelings. Mm-hmm. I think it's because she's trained to do that. But oh, right. she, yeah. Like, even if I avoid it, because I'm, I, I didn't grow up talking about my feelings. So right. for me, it's kind of awkward. But she won't drop it. Like she will. She talk acknowledges that that your father wasn't that way. Yeah, she knows the story. She kind of knows. Okay, so she understands the psychology behind that. Yeah. Her her father's total opposite. She has a better better relationship with her father than she does with her mother. Mm. So it's we're complete opposites in that sense. But she understands the reason why you don't talk so much about your feelings. She gets it. Yeah, she gets it. But she still expects you to. Like she still wants you yeah. to. She urges you to. It bothers her and she won't go to sleep. And then it's like, oh, she sits on the couch and then she comes back. No, in. she won't. N- not once have we, I think, Fuck. have fought to that level. Never. Do you it's ever more of little little things of frustration, you know, taking out on the wrong person type of thing? Sure. You know, uh, as far as Jenny and I go, we fight all the time. Really? I mean, not bad. Just like stupid little arguments. But not really. Not really. I mean, we She's never kicked you out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> she has. <laughs> what did you do? I was super drunk. Oh, and she see did. when I get drunk, it's been with her, so it's different. So she, so she leaves you on the couch too. 
or what? No, she'll was... knock out on the couch, and I'll knock out on the other couch. If she ends up knocking out, and she if she because our room is upstairs, so if she can't make it up, I just put a blanket on her and call it a day. So, wait, so, so there's, so what's the argument about? Like, what do you usually argue about? I'm telling you, when we do it, it's little things it's of like me leaving things. my shoes. I okay, have a tendency there you of, go. as soon as I walk in, I leave my shoes next to the couch. Right. It's the same thing with Jenny and I. It's like, I put the keys here and she's like, oh, the keys are there? And I'm like, yeah. Well, I was like, and I put them in the drawer and she's like, why don't you put them where they're supposed to go? And I'm like. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a stupid It's the thing. little things like that, and then it pisses me off when she leaves uh, the sink always on hot. So when I turn it on, it's like, <laughs> burns my hands. That's it's the little, little thing? Like, yeah. Is there a competition with, like, uh, tampons? Like, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm just... I'm sorry. I'm just... No. I never asked. Is there a no. competition? Like, you use my fucking max... No. Extra max. I think pads. we're so different that that stuff doesn't... I don't use her makeup. I don't use any yeah. of that stuff. My fucking flow is stronger than yours, bitch. No. Boom. No. Smack. Nothing? No, nothing. Okay. Damn. I was hoping for... We don't share clothes. She's petite. Total opposite. That's my... She's like 5'1". My argument for being... My, my encouragement for people to be gay... Is if you date someone your own size, you double your wardrobe right away. That's not. Oh uh, no, she's that would a completely be awesome. different style. She's a total fan. Like, let's say you you were gay and you dated someone exactly your size. Boom, second wardrobe right there. Boom, bunch of clothes. Most guys don't care about what they. Yeah, wear. I know. That's a stupid thing. <laughs> but um, okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. So. Yeah. So that. So, anyways, uh, Jenny and I, yeah, uh, yeah, we fight. It's normal. Um. It's never, it's never really bad. Because you guys dated for a while. Yeah. That's when it was like bad. Like a long time. It was bad when we were dating. Because she reached this point where she was like, she was acting crazy. And I don't think she would really care if I mentioned it. I hope not. <laughs> but she, The only girl I've dated that was crazy, her name was Jenny. That's right. And that's the only regret I have uh, when it comes to relationships. Okay, so do me a favor. Before I talk about this, I'm going to ask you about this. Okay, so when I met you, you were dating a young woman named Yahira. Yes. Awesome. You met her. You met her. I met her multiple times. Great, great woman. Wonderful. Yeah, she's amazing. um, a a, A pleasant person to be around. Right. And then you told me that you broke up with her. Yeah. And then I was so fucking heartbroken. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you break up with this girl? She's amazing. She is amazing. She is the most amazing, one of the most amazing girls you'll ever meet. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. So what the fuck are you doing? What are you thinking? I don't know. Why would you break up with this girl? I don't know. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. We never argued. We never fought. I mean, she's amazing. To this day, I will never say anything bad about her. She's, she's awesome. She's tanked though, right? She's what? No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, like, no, no. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It it just I don't know why I had a doubt. Yeah. You know, like I think I've only ever loved twice. She was the first one. Right. But after after Yahira, you guys broke up. Yep. You started dating someone else. The crazy. Right. Yep. <laughs> How did that turn out? terrible 
Why? Um, How could you girl, not have? You went from the best girl ever yeah, to, to the, the worst. worst girl ever. Yeah, I had no idea. I think... Um, welcome, to being a, welcome to being a guy. <laughs> this is what it's like for us. <laughs> um, the second one, uh, her name was Jenny. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> her name was Jenny, and she... She had a lot of self uh, insecurities mm -hmm. that I didn't catch on in the beginning. Like I didn't catch on to that those red flags in the beginning. Mm. Um, and then before I knew it, she was just dependent on my my thoughts and my you know my plans and mm. what I wanted to do. And I think I had had it so easy before, where if I wanted to go somewhere, I would go somewhere. If I didn't want to include you, I didn't have to include you. And it was completely different to be with someone who's codependent. Mm -hmm. um, to me, that's that's what I didn't I didn't like about it. Like someone she, who wants you around right. all the time, like and I don't needs like you that. there. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be anybody's like safety blanket. Sure. So I tried to cut it off, and it how just, did you, you yeah. were like, "Look, this isn't working." You yeah. told her, "Yeah, I, I told her out. straight up." What'd she say? Uh, like, I fucking need you. Yeah, no, let's try it. Try it out let's for another three months. It. Give it three more months. <laughs> yeah, and it's then like I was like, no, person. there's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. It's just not. So you knew automatically. You were like, this isn't going to work. I didn't want somebody to need me around or. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess maybe because I had it. I didn't have it like that <clears> before. <throat> and to be with someone who thinks that's normal and. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. To it is really weird. Completely different. It's a completely different uh, personality, different expectations. <clears throat> well, when you're a mature person, you recognize those traits. Um, and that's the, the, that's a good thing for you. Yeah. No, you it were got able to a point where she would sneak into my house and I, you know, I would, if I drove by and I saw her car there, like I would just take off. Like, no I didn't, you know, I would drive all the way back to the valley because that's when I was right. living here. Remember in Bell Gardens, I used to I remember live right that. Here in Bell Gardens. And I remember having this conversation with you where you told me this and I was, and I couldn't believe it. That like <laughs> yes. you literally didn't want to go home. I didn't, I couldn't. You Dude, didn't want to go to your bed. And at two, three in the morning, I would hear like this little knock on my window. Really? She was knocking on your yeah, window? She would. I don't know. I don't know what her drive or motivation was because. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not that good. I don't know what. Apparently, know what, you are. I don't know, <laughs> I don't what, know what she was like. looking or what type of uh, closure she needed, but she was always trying to. Yeah. Fix it and say like that's you know we can she, fix it we can fix it and I can change geez. and it's like I don't want you to change. Like, so what I happened? Be with someone who needs to change. So what happened after that? Did 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 was there a. No. Was there any legal resolution that did it, did it ever go uh, that far? No, I, I, I ended up calling her, her dad mm. and told her like, you know, like, Hey, she's being, you crazy. guys either get her to stop coming to my house, putting a restraining order on her. It, it got, yeah, it got, she contacted Jahira. She contacted yeah. my current. She, she con called your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, She's called my ex, my current. She is. She will she, um, well, okay. hack into my social media account. So I don't really use it to begin with. Yeah, I, but uh, my email. What kind of shit was she telling them when she called them? When she's like, she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like she's calling. No, them. she was just telling them that I was going. I was still seeing her. So really. So yeah. So her, the even crazy though you and I, So the crazy and I broke up, right? I I tried to cut it off for six months. Mm -hmm. Six months later, I start talking to Yaira again. Um, 
her and I started dating briefly for like another six months. I want to say after that, mm. during those six months, she was contacted. I want to say at least once a week. And it was always, once even through LinkedIn, through Yelp, everywhere, she was getting contacted. Really? She changed her number. I changed my phone number. I, I didn't know what, what else to do. Um, she started using these burner phone apps or burner applications to send wow. messages. It was, it was bad. So you finally realized how crazy women can be. Yep. That's how crazy. Yeah, crazy. And I left that crazy. job. I, 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 you know, I wanted to wipe out every single, you know, mm -hmm. just do a clean start. Yeah. And so that, yeah. So I took on that job in Chino. It's pretty good. Moved, and here you are. from Bell Gardens. I'm in Cerritos now. Um, so it's good. And here you are. Married. Here I am. Married. Happily married. <laughs> yeah. A year later, it's, uh, it's a little crazy, but. That's I, awesome. I don't regret it. So it's been good. Well, you so know far. what? I mean, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're married. I'm happy that you're happily married. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, we got we got plans. It's it's good, being with someone who who you don't have to have a plan with or any issues with is good. Your dad is. <clears throat> when are you gonna tell your dad that you're married? I don't know. I don't know why I kept it away from them. I mean, they already know we live together. They know her. They, I mean, they love her. But I don't. I don't know why I kept it away from them. You don't know why. They've already accepted you for being gay. Like, why wouldn't they accept you being married to your wife? I don't know. You worried about what your dad would think? Not my dad. No. Uh, my mom, though, that's probably her final straw, mm. you know? She's That'll very Catholic. That. Yeah. All right. Um, I think for her, knowing that, you know, you're with someone or you live with someone, it's not the same as saying, all right, mm. you want to spend the rest of your life with them. I don't know. Makes sense. I don't know. Do you think it's important to live with someone before you marry him? I don't think so. No? Not really. I mean, so if I, your daughter were to get married, because a lot of relationships fail after they move in together. Mm -hmm. A lot. Right. Right. Would you advise your daughter to try that out before she ever gets married? I would. Yeah. Because I would want her to fail the first time in right away rather than prolong it into something that, you know, like a longer marriage that she didn't want to be in. I'd rather she realized but she you was... waited. What do you mean? You you and Jenny didn't move in until you married. Yeah, of course. So, but that's not the advice you would give to your daughter? Well, I wouldn't tell my daughter. To, no, of course not. No? Oh. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. Depends. I mean, you waited like, what, nine years? Eight years? That's a lifeline already. It's. It, yeah, you're right. You're right. You I, should be well into your third kid by now, not your first. It's true. So you guys waited, and I remember having this conversation with you where you said. All right, well, I mean, I would give Zoe advice based on her situation. Uh, I don't think I would. I, Okay, I do not want to fall into the habit of giving anyone advice based on just my own personal experience. I try not to do that with just anybody, but especially with Zoe. So just because something worked out for me a certain way, I always remind Zoe that it doesn't mean it's going to work out for her. And I'll tell you why. 
I'll tell they you expect what, to know. I mean, children expect to know or learn from their parents' mistakes, right? Right. So she never asked me these complex questions when she was way younger. But as she gets older, she asks me questions. So when I ask, when I um, answer her questions, I don't necessarily tell her how it worked out for me because that's just very specific and anecdotal to my situation. It doesn't mean that's going to happen for her. So I never really want to tell her, this is the way it's going to work out. If you do this, this will happen. Because that's not true. It's not, it, it's not necessarily true. What I do tell her is like, look, this happened for me. I, w I did this, I did this, I did this, and this happened. But I remind her afterwards, I say, that's just me, Zoe. Doesn't have to be you. Um, you have to make your own choices. And then based on those choices and your situation, your circumstances, there's going to be a different result. So I don't think that I don't think that conversation happens enough with parents and children because I don't think enough parents understand that like a lot of I, th I feel like a lot of parents tell their teach their children things because of what happened to them. Right. Because that's all, you know, because that's all, you know, yeah. but if you can separate yourself and realize that these kids are going to grow up in a different world than you grew up in. They're not going to grow up in the same world that you grew yeah, up in. Yeah, but the idea is for them to learn from your bad decisions. Okay, so then you acknowledge your bad decisions. So what I tell Zoe is like, look, the reason that your mother and I, the reason our marriage never worked out is because, you know, for multiple reasons, um, I can't speak to all the other reasons. I can only speak to myself. I failed. I made a mistake. As a husband? As a husband? Um, yeah, mostly. And you know what those are? And I do. And I told her. And I explained what this. What I mean, yeah, now I'm just curious. <laughs> now you're turning <laughs> the fucking no, after Ignacio divorce, people, back towards People you. typically don't know why they get divorced. Well, right? I, But years later, okay. they realize why they know they couldn't make that work. I am glad you asked me because I... I really do think that the only way that you can really change is by accepting personal responsibility. Right. Which is good. Right. So I tend not to blame her mom, right? Whatever her mom's shortcomings might be, I don't focus on that. I'd rather focus on myself. Okay. So yeah, I wasn't a good husband. I didn't try hard enough. I didn't do what I was supposed to do as a husband. I wasn't there. I there in what sense I mean like I wasn't there enough I didn't try hard I didn't try as I didn't try as hard as I could have tried to and, what what do you mean to make the relationship work yeah to love her like, to make everything but if you love someone you're always going to try that's when you realize you might not love someone as much is when you don't try as much as you used to you kind of you don't realize it at that moment but later on, you later on, I realized like there's a reason why I didn't try harder. It's right. because I wasn't happy. You have to acknowledge that as well. So there comes a time in a relationship, you might not recognize it, but later on, after you're over it, years and, later, <laughs> yes, exactly. Years later, you realize, holy shit, there was that moment where I realized I wasn't happy. And if you could have just 
been honest, you could have saved yourself a lot of time, but you didn't. You hit it and you kept it inside and you didn't do anything about it. And it overflowed and it blew up in your face. But now you know that if you're not happy, you can acknowledge it. You can say, I'm not happy in this situation. I need there to be a change. And if not, I need to get out. You can save yourself, your children, everyone else around you so much more anguish. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you did say that you you would advise your daughter to move in and live with someone before she ever decides to marry them and be in there for the long haul. I think that's a sensible thing to do. But you didn't do that. I didn't do it. The second time around. So, so do what I do, slate, not what I say. Right. You, yeah. you had a clean slate. Right. And so, you had a second chance to do it right, which you thought was the wrong way to the first time. So, But Jenny and I got married, and then the next day we lived together. Boom. Yeah, but, but before, why? Why not live together before? Because she's a traditional Mexican girl. She's not going to live with me without her grandmother's blessing, her mother's blessing. If she's the kind of girl that, like, if we live together without being married, there's, like, shame. Yeah. There's, like a, there's like, a cloud of shame that hangs over our head wherever we go. We go to, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. It's, like, a cloud of shame. Like, uh. But when we got married and then we moved in, it's all good. But then don't you feel the pressure of having to get married? No, not at all. I didn't do it off their clock. I did it off. I did it yeah, your on my clock own. took 10 years. It's fine. <laughs> it's a long clock, man. I'm surprised she waited. It's worth the wait. It's worth it. <laughs> I guess we'll see if you're worth it. <laughs> All right. Whatever. You got some more questions? What do you got? Um, no, I guess um, it's one of the things that I, I would want to know is just Obviously, you've had a, a lot of other relationships before. Sure. Is there any one of them that you would want to amend and like, or lessons learned from from one of them? Or what's the best <laughs> lesson you've learned out of you the relationship? You mean my previous relationship? Yeah. Because there's always something, right? It takes course. Away. Totally. Wait, not counting my marriage? Because that's a well, big whatever. Doesn't issue. matter. I mean, whatever. If I would change anything? Yeah. If you what? had to make amends with any of them or go back What do you mean by make amends? Like, do you mean like I'm, I apologize for... Yeah. Do you feel like you acknowledged a wrong or a mistake on your part too late on any of them? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Like, you know? Like, yeah, like if I... Looking back, looking back right. at it now, would you say, okay, if I would have done this, like, would you be in a different place or you think you'd still be in the same place? Well, I mean, <clears throat> the best example is Zoe's mother. That's the best example. I wish I could have done things differently. I wish I could have uh, been a more mature person um, relationship-wise, acknowledged her feelings. Uh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. This is something I've never told anyone, but I'll tell it to you guys. Um, so... So, okay, so when we got divorced, um, there was a period of time after that where I would literally just walk throughout the, out the house just crying, but not crying like a normal person, but just like screaming into the pillows and screaming into the wall or whatever. But like anger or? 
No, no, <clears throat> not anger, not like despair over what I've lost. So I didn't know it at the time. It wasn't despair because of like, I didn't, it wasn't like, I wish I could get back what I, what I lost. Cause I, it, I didn't want it. It wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted. It was more a, a, a scream of despair about what's the what's the word it was like um i was screaming and crying i was I literally like like i put my head in the pillow and scream into the pillow just like ah uh, uh, over and over just screaming until scream i just what at the fact that you guys had split up split at the fact that you guys just it was like make it work i feel like i lost like i lost my daughter like i lost my daughter that was the more extreme loss for me. It wasn't like I lost my wife. Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel it then, but now I know that <laughs> losing my wife is not, that's not that big of a deal. I know that sounds, that sounds callous, but. Um, it does, because what if you lose your life, your wife? Now? No, I'm only thinking in comparison right. at that time. Okay. Uh, at that time, if you know if she if she died or something god forbid I, I would react the same way but in comparison it was okay to lose my wife but i could never replace my daughter right. so i felt like i lost my daughter so that's what i was screaming about um because your daughter's gonna want to know i mean if she hasn't asked now or i don't know if she has but if she hasn't, at some point she's going to ask you. She has asked. Right? She's and asked. A I mean, she times. obviously loves her mom. She loves you independently, right? Sure. And now she gets to know you guys. Right. As, you know, different human beings not in a marriage. So obviously she's going to wonder and say why or who. She who does. Who or what or why did that relationship not work? It's a good lesson. If she asks me. Has um, she? She has. And what did you tell her? I, you sugarcoated it and said... No, 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 no. <laughs> I sugarcoated it to the point where I didn't tell her the raw details. But what I did tell her was like, look, I take full responsibility for it. I don't blame your mom. Because what you do <clears throat> when you do that is I take responsibility. I don't blame her. So her mom is like, so when, whenever she asks her mom that question, you know, like, what is her yeah, mom going to say? say? Yeah, it was your father. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, and that's fine. But I really believe, I truly, truly believe that the only way that you can change your behavior is through accepting personal responsibility for the mistakes that you've made, for the wrongdoings, for the, for the mental shortcomings that you might have, whatever, whatever... Whatever you lack, as long as you acknowledge it, you can work towards making it better. And I really believe that. I really believe that um, acknowledging it, especially to Zoe, I'm saying, Zoe, it's my fault. I'm sorry. You know, she didn't. She didn't realize. I mean, she was in this weird. I mean, little, she was young. She right. was a toddler, right? She was a toddler. Yeah. But she's. I remember there were moments where I would drop her off at her mom's house, and and I would walk her to the door. And she would stand there and cry in the doorway. And she would just cry and she would say, 
she would say like, I just want you and mommy to get back together. Like she would literally cry and say that because she could, she could, she could talk. She would bawl and I would try to like, okay, Zoe, I'll see you later. She would, she would, she would be like, she would cry. And then I would do my best to try to get away from the door just because I just, I, I couldn't take it. And I'm like, Zoe, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I didn't know what to say to her. And then I would go back and get in the car. And Zoe might have like, she might have went in her room and turned on the TV and forgot all about it. But for right. me, I got back in the car. Or she may not have, right? Because what's the, what's, <clears throat> I know you mentioned your earliest memory of right. your parents. What right. was that? How old are you? It was. And you mentioned it on your last one. It was like, I was like four or five. I was in the, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So your daughter was about four years old. So she could remember this. Right. That's true. I wonder what her, her memory, her memory of this would be of me dropping her off and me trying to push her in the door and close the door so I could leave. But not because I didn't want to see her cry, not because I didn't want to comfort her, but because I knew that I had to go, I had to leave and I had to, I had to get through a whole night of remembering her crying over us not being together. So do you think she still blames you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I want to think she doesn't, but like, it, I feel like if I'm honest with her, she, she wouldn't blame me. Yeah. But I want to be honest with her. I feel like brutal honesty, just pure honesty. Like that's the real way to, Cause go. I'm sure it's come up. I'm sure she has friends whose parents are not split up. For sure. The conversation has had to come Absolutely. up at some point. She and has had to friends explain like you that. and explain, you know, her mom. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think her, her. I don't think her friends like me and her mom are not. It's not like a cautionary tale. Like we're we're friendly with each other, like we work together. It's not like good co-parenting. Yeah, exactly. It's not like we um, we don't fight with each other. We we have disagreements, right? But we don't uh, we don't take it out on her, and. I try my best not to, but I've learned that. But in the beginning, it was so fucking hard. Like, I really, like, I really under, like, I never felt that kind of pain. It's like, I feel like I'm losing my child. But I didn't, I, I, I knew I wasn't losing her. She wasn't going away. But I feel like I couldn't see her every day. It was, like, so hard for me. But, you know, like, I got, you know, I move forward in life. And what I've realized is that the best thing you can do for your child is to be happy yourself and then teach them by that example. Teach them to be happy by living the example so like instead so you, of but you said you weren't a good husband not at all and now you think you are absolutely i am yeah i've always been a good husband i've never cheated on my wife or whatever but like you think that's all that defines a good husband no not at all it's just not cheating no that's just the top of the that's just the, <laughs> that's terrible that's, that's a, just like the barometer or whatever that's just like the top yeah. of the thing but like what i wasn't was attentive i wasn't caring i wasn't um 
I wasn't sensitive. I wasn't everything that you I didn't normally care about would be. her feelings and her thoughts. I mean, that's a callous way to say it, but like. But you do now to your current wife. Of course I do. Yeah, because I learned. Because I learned a lot. I learned. I'm sorry. I learned a lot from that. Where I pretended, I pretended as if I cared when I really didn't care. Now I know that like everything, everything, everything that you feel, everything you exhibit, you mean, you mean it. Right. So it has a lasting effect on everyone around you, not just you. <clears throat> so I've, I've, you can't be so selfish. You have to understand everything that you do has an effect of, right. especially I think, I think with kids, it makes it a little more challenging, right? Of course. If there's no kids in the picture, you could have called it quits before. before it would have been easier. Yeah, before sure. anything went like sour or a negative. Right. You know, but with kids. Bad memories it, go out the window. It has a complication because how are they going to remember it? Yeah. So do I want her to remember it? So every time like I, I talk to Zoe, there's times when I pick her up <clears throat> and she, um, you know, she'll tell me like, she'll tell me these things. And, you know, I try to, like, she'll tell me, like, oh, you know, my mom was calling you an asshole last night or something. And I'll say, well, you know, Zoe, that's just her opinion. And it's okay to have an opinion. Everything's fine, you know? Anybody can have an opinion. So I'll try to be like that way about it. The other way handling it is like, oh, yeah, your mom has an opinion? Fuck that bitch. She's a <laughs> fucking, you know, like, and you can go down that road. But yeah. I don't want to go down that road with Zoe. Because I don't want to teach her that it that just just because someone like you can acknowledge your shortcomings. That's fine. Someone hates you, you have no control over that. I have no control over someone's opinion about me. But I will acknowledge my own shortcomings. This is my failures. This is who I am. I think that's the best thing you can do for yourself, you know? No, so. I, I just know she, at some point she's going to want to grow up, right? She's going to grow up. She's mm -hmm. going to want to know real answers, not, you know, some sugar-coated answer as to why or how you knew you guys couldn't make it work or you just didn't try. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I, I don't know. If she grows up that way... I'll answer her questions. Um, but right now... So what I'll, if she finds herself married mm -hmm. uh, with someone she loves um, who's probably not giving her 100% attention yeah. or whatever you think you were lacking? What would you... What, what would your advice to her be if she was your ex-wife? Because <laughs> that tends to happen a lot, right? Uh, they find themselves in the same situation. Sure. Right? It's yeah. a loop. It's a loop. It's a loop. I would tell her to think for herself in that situation to ignore, to ignore everyone else or anything else who tries to tell you differently because this is your life and no one can tell you what is right or wrong. Anyone else who's telling you you're, that you're right or wrong for doing one thing or another 
They're only doing it from a personal bias, from a personal perspective, right? And they're not, and they're not, it, it might not be like motivated from like spite or anything. They're just, that's just human beings, <clears throat> you know? Like we're trying to pass down, you know, lessons, but. Right, like, I, so that, that's the thing. What lesson are you passing down since you were divorced, right? Now you're happily married. Mm -hmm. What's your lesson to your daughter? Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Trust your stomach, trust your instincts, and trust your gut. And don't trust me just because my my marriage failed and my marriage succeeded on this end or whatever. Don't trust your mom. Don't trust this, whatever. So if she knows, she'll know. If she doesn't know, she's better off without this person until she knows she's yeah committed 100%. I feel like she'll know when she knows. And I feel like if you, if I raise her in a in a in a in a in a thing of fate in a like a a world of fairy tales, yeah, she'll never know, because then it'll always be like an expectation of like yeah. something better. And that's better. another thing, right? Some girls will grow up idolizing their father right. and the way their dad was. And right. She'll never give. I always a tell normal, her like your average Joe a chance because she expects right the fairy tale. I always tell her like never, um, never hate anyone. For their successes. Like never hate anyone for being a more amazing than you or more awesome than you or sexier than you or successful. Never hate anyone for that. Congratulate them. Just be happy for them. Yeah. Never, never hate them for it. Um, because I never want her to be a person who hates those people for that reason. I want her to be happy. And I feel like it ties into that whole thing. Like I want her to be happy in her relationships. Not just fucking hateful and spiteful and stalking and <laughs> the psychos of the world. I mean, I can't believe you've been through these psychos. You're I had a girl. no idea how good I had it until I, I had the psycho. And yeah. you could have been dating dudes like me, and Matt, <laughs> and Art. I mean, like we're a couple of stand-up dudes. <laughs> just a normal average guys. Just average guys here. <laughs> but I mean. You're kind of psycho already for dating a girl because girls are psycho. I, I honestly felt psycho five months into it where I was like, how can I not cut this off? Didn't you know that girls are psycho? I picked it up, I think, at the second month. Did <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I think I noticed the it. The second month? Yeah. How did you know? I remember I remember having this conversation with my myself. You really like, you remember this? Yeah. You're like, this like, wait, this girl doesn't make like, you're like, what the I fuck happened to her? Yeah. She totally changed. Yeah. I was so attracted by independent women and uh -huh. like girls that don't need anybody or anybody's advice. Uh -huh. You know, that's, that's what I like. I yeah. like independence. I like a girl that can care after herself. Doesn't need anybody. Th that's what I like. Sure. And this girl was complete opposite. And you were into it. At first, and then I was like, okay, now I remember why I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't know how to get out of it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, how do you get work yourself out of that relationship when someone's already codependent? That's crazy. I don't want to be anybody's co-anything. Like, you know, yeah. to this day, if, if you know, Yvette mm -hmm. wants to leave, then she's free to leave. I'm Yvette? Not, I, yeah. That's her name. That's her name. Oh. If she wants to walk out, then she can walk out. I'm never going to hold her back. Hey, Yvette, you can walk out of her couch onto my couch. She's not in a couch. Oh, she's not. she doesn't sleep on the couch? No, she doesn't sleep on the couch. That would be awesome if every night 
if every night she slept on the couch and you slept on the bed and every night she just wandered over. No, that would be weird. So it was like the same. It was like the same. <laughs> it was like the same. We relive day one every night. Every day would be no, the first night. No, come on. That's not how relationships work. That's a fairy tale. Fuck. That's a fairy just, tale. I was hoping that it would be. No, but I, I would never hold her back. If she ever has doubts, then I would. I, I'm at the point where I wouldn't hold anybody back to anything. That's good. You know, I've learned to love love them for who they are independently without the relationship. Good. So I feel like if you like someone enough, knowing their whole baggage and knowing everything about them, then mm -hmm. that's fine. You've learned a lot about marriage, like without actually being married. It's interesting. Like well, I had never been married. No, I know, but you've never been married. I mean, it's so been a year now. But you've never learned these lessons, but you still. Well, I had never them. lived with someone and like with that intent either. Like, I mean, is it a big difference living with one woman to another being your wife? It's not a big difference, right? Mm, there is a difference. There is. Women are territorial. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Women will leave their stuff everywhere. But, oh um, my God, yeah. <laughs> right? Every morning, my woman smacks me in my face with her pussy. What? Can we edit that out? Yeah, you should. Sorry. Okay, anyways, go ahead. I, I don't know about that. So what, she, so what does she do again? She leaves no, her... No, nothing. It's, it's uh, every morning is normal. She gets up, goes to work. I get up. I go to my job, come back, have dinner. Whoever gets home first starts dinner, and that's, that's, it is what it is. Whoever gets home Starts dinner. Yeah. That's it. For us, that's how it works. That's I don't know. Awesome. I don't know what the formula is to make it work, but for us, that works right now. And, you know. That's great. Yeah. Like, I just haven't had any issues uh, around that area of who does what and, you know. Domestic shit. Yeah. Like, whose responsibility is it to pay what bill and whatnot? We split everything and it works out right now. Okay. All right. All right. So ask me more. <laughs> Give me another one. Give you another one? Yeah. <clears throat> um, Wait a minute. Did I answer your question um, about my Zoe's mom, my marriage? Yeah. You would give her the advice of, at the end of the day, going with her gut instinct. Right. Whether she's right or wrong, it's her gut instinct, not anybody else's. And right. I that's what you would want your daughter to I do. I would never tell her to do what I did or to follow my advice. I would just say, depending on the circumstances, go with that. Right. Yeah. It would never be self-centered. It would only be like, I would only ever push it towards her. Right. No, and that's good. At the end of the day, what, what type of person would you want your daughter to end up with? Um, is that a question? Yeah. A question. Um, fuck. Irrational. I mean, she's growing up. <laughs> she is. She's 13. She has yeah. a boyfriend. Oh yeah? She yeah. has a boyfriend? A guy named, uh, Nico. Nico. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He came over. He came over. Yeah. Damn. I Nico. met his dad. Yeah. Nico. I met his dad. Um, Look at this. <laughs> Parenting 2020. So I met his dad, right? People Came used to sneak around, uh, you know, no. sneak off away from the parents. So get this. So she, so, okay. So I met his dad, right? Well, Zoe told me, she's like, can Nico come over? And I'm like, who's Nico? Blah, blah, blah. 
And then she said, it's my boyfriend. It's my boyfriend, dad. And I was like, okay. It's like, you have a boyfriend? Good. She's like, okay. Like, that's why she's comfortable telling me things because I don't overreact. I'm like, I talk to her about you it. You don't overreact? No, You're not at all. the guy that has a million questions out of what type of freaking beer you want? I have questions, <laughs> but not enough to like over, like not, not enough to intimidate a teenage girl. So I right. tell her like, okay, Nico, yeah. She's like, can you come over? And I'm like, yeah. Is her dad okay with her? Her mom? She's like, her dad's going to text you. So anyways, I text his dad and his dad texts me back. So his dad dropped. Okay. So his dad it's dropped. Weird. I know. I know. His <laughs> Back in the day, kids would just knock on the door and be like, this is come outside. <laughs> this is when like people are quarantining. Oh, that's and right. Don't Coronavirus. Wanna, I forget. There's no birthday parties anymore. So they ask you for, for, for permission to FaceTime and go on Zoom or what? Well, yeah. Like the, I talked to the dad and dad was like, I'm good. We're good, you know? Of course. It's his son. <laughs> Have you ever heard a father not encourage his son to hit on a girl? So, Regardless of the age? <laughs> right? So his dad drops off his son, right? And I walk out to the front yard. <clears throat> and I'm like, hey, Nico. You know, I've, I've seen him on FaceTime or whatever because she FaceTimes him all the time. And I meet the dude, the guy's father. Cool guy. And he's like, hey, I'll pick him up, you know, later on, later on tonight. I'll pick him up later. I said, okay, cool, whenever, just text me. You know, so I go inside and I'm making like dinner and shit for the kids. <clears throat> for your son-in-law. <laughs> so I go, so I'm like cooking dinner for him. And then the doors open, you know, like I open the door and they're in there and they close the door and I open it. Oh, their bedroom? Yeah, you know. and, then, and Yeah, and parents I, have this rule where you're not like, supposed to leave the room door closed. Okay, but then Keep I start. It open. Right. But then I start thinking like they're 13 years old. Like what the fuck? Yeah, you remember what? yourself at 13. Right. So what yeah. am I doing? What am I doing trying to fuck with their emotions at this, their hormones at this so time? So you right? told her it's okay to close the door? I didn't put the landing strip down. Okay? I know, but did you? But I, but I, yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, no, the door's staying open. And then, so, so. Crazy dad. Okay, so what I did was, look, I understood what was going on. I understood what the guy wanted. I understood what Zoe wanted. What I did was, instead of just letting it happen in, like, just being like, okay, you guys can close the door and I'll be over here with my head turned. No, I know what you're fucking doing. But you know what? I'm going to force you to be creative about it. Oh, God. Because I think that that's... <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> did you sit him down, give him a sex ed lesson? You know? No, no. I didn't. I make just... Him, make him regret him ever being born Well, I hope male. so. But I, you know what I didn't do was I didn't shame him about it. I, I wasn't shameful. So what, what did I, you oh, do? Because I kind of knew. I left it alone. I didn't burst in the door. I just kind of let, I, I just kind of looked. They were there. I let them have their own privacy. She's 13. She's 13. She's young. I know. But the best thing was after that happened, the next day or following day, she told me, like, what happened? Like, I asked her. And I said, like, Zoe, like, you need to tell me 
need to talk to me about these things. As long as you talk to me about these things, I will respect your privacy. Right. If you don't tell me the honest truth, I will not respect it because then I will always be careful for you. Like I will always be like overcautious for you. So she told me like, yeah, dad, we kiss. Like she told me like specific things. And I said, I mean, 13, that's fine. It's not like a 10 year old kid doing this. Like yeah, she's but wait 13. Till she's 17, 18. What are you going to do? Are you going to stifle it? I don't know. Would you? Are you going to encourage are it? Are you going to treat your daughter different than like your son? No. Are you going to set that stereotype where it's like your daughter's allowed to do certain things, and but your son isn't? No, not at all. Not at all. They're equally capable of doing whatever the hell they want to do within reason, of course. So I wouldn't like encourage one to do something extreme. Because I'm sure you were, um, you kind of were raised that way, right? What do you mean? Women, I mean, women don't oh, get to choose. With the machismo thing? Yeah. Women are not necessarily allowed to do and think and say certain things that men are. It's just. Yeah, it's natural. It's the way we're brought up. Well, yeah. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but like, I wouldn't, I would never tell Zoe to, I, I would never do that to her. No. I would never expect her to act like me. I would never do that. But that behavior from her, like, it's weird because I have this thing where I don't, I acknowledge it. I don't support it. I don't, I don't encourage her, but I tell her like, Zoe, look, like, it's okay for you to behave this way, but you're a little young. Like I tell her, I tell her this. I say, you're a little young for this. Yeah, you want her to make it to college and then well, be a grown, independent woman. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go you that far. You don't want her to end up like knocked up in high school. I mean, that's a little unrealistic to set those expectations. So you want to be really kind of... Is it really, though? It is. Nowadays? I mean, you don't want to be specific. You don't want to be like, you're not getting pregnant until college. You want to be like, look, like there's a lot of responsibility placed on this. If you're going to start doing this, you have to take steps just to protect yourself. Right. So, so part of the birds and the bees conversation with well, her, or is that her mom's responsibility? Well, part of the, it, who's having that conversation well, like part, that's that's what's interesting. Right, like, right. At what point do you have well, that it? conversation? Has an evolution. I never had it. Like I remember in school they talked about it in elementary school. They're like the birds and the birds go like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation in middle school <laughs> and in elementary school. But they, they give you the thing about the you went to the sex ed class. Yeah. With the did they show you the baby being born or the balls being whatever? No. What did they show you? I think they just show you the basics of um, how an embryo goes, you know, becomes this fertilized egg. And Did they show that. you how the embryo got fertilized? No, they don't. Jesus. Where'd they you go? Just, they just leave that okay. up. <laughs> Which school did you go to? <laughs> L.A. County, man. <laughs> this is L.A. County? This is L.A. County. I, uh, I, went, to, I went to Noble Elementary School in Panorama City. Jesus. Now known as North Hills. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. So... That's what I'm saying. But a lot of parents choose to have that conversation with their kids anyway. Mm. And some choose not to have it. 
Like, but I don't know should. what the statistics are on who gets knocked up and who doesn't before high school. I don't know what that looks but like. But don't you think that honest sexual education conversation is I think it's a, good, a deterrent? I think as the world is evolving and like, I don't know, personally being gay now as a kid should mm. be a lot easier than being gay 10, 20 years ago. Well, yeah, of right? course. Like. It's, you're spoiled now yeah they're it's like they're, they're making it super easy and you have resources and um you have idols and people to look up to and mm. you can research and find all kinds of people that you can relate with you couldn't do that before no you really couldn't and now it's such a easy you know it's an accepted topic worldwide that you should be able to find anybody you can relate to online of course we didn't have that growing up no. I mean, shit, we didn't get a computer till we were, like, in middle school. I remember DOS. And <laughs> Connecting to the internet. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, and then you'd get on there just to, you know, slack with your, you know, friends, messenger, instant messenger, that AOL. You never went to the chat rooms, like, uh, Lesbos for Lesbos or no, some I didn't. shit like that? As a kid, I never did. It's weird. Were you ever attracted to a man? I don't recall. What was his name? Ignacio Martinez? Or? <laughs> <clears throat> I met you when I was like freaking 20, dude. I mean, I'm just asking. I'm just, what's his name? No, but I do. Cristiano I Ronaldo. I remember thinking back like, damn, maybe it was a crush I had on the, this girl in middle school. Oh. You know? You're like. Now it makes sense. Ignacio looked like a woman. So that's Oh, no, you would look terrible as a woman. Oh, fuck. Your big head. <laughs> but no what i'm saying is now it would be easier for any kid yeah. growing up i think yeah. at this moment like You're absolutely right yeah my older brother has uh two daughters right mm. he has a, a son who's like three years old but mm -hmm. his daughters are i want to say 12 and 10 mm -hmm. and they couldn't be any more different right really now. yeah girly like, clarissa whatever. is as girly as it gets she loves to dance she loves to sing she she loves that kind of girly mm. stuff and then you have candace who's like a total tomboy so to me i relate a lot to candace right mm. and i want her to because i i can already tell where her life is headed <laughs> sure <laughs> you know? i would want to believe that she can like lean on me and you know, get some advice from me as she grows up later. So it's your fault that she's a lesbian now. Probably. I, I mean, yeah. for people who think it's genetic, maybe. I don't know. Fucking bitch. I, I still think it's, I don't think it's a choice. It's not, it but is you a can choice. tell. I mean, she's a total it tomboy. It is a choice. I mean, I can show you their it's current kidding. Christmas wish list and they're completely different, right? What is it? Like one what of them it? wants kinetic sand and like some uh -huh. artsy fartsy type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Candace wants like more games for her for her Nintendo Switch and she wants like a, yeah. a new bike and that kind of stuff. They're total, they don't know it yet, but they're so different. Because she wants to switch her gender. And that's why <laughs> she wants a, that's why she wants a Nintendo sure. Switch. I don't know. But what I'm saying is they're so different and they don't know it yet. Oh, so you're saying like they're, they're exhibiting behavior. Correct. Where, they're oh, exhibiting gotcha. behavior where anybody else as an adult, you can pick up on it and oh, say, Oh, gotcha. I can already kind of classify you into a certain I don't know, gender sure. or role, sure. but they're so young that it doesn't matter to them. doesn't matter. They just want to have fun. They don't care. 
she doesn't see it that way yet. That's awesome. But I do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it interests me. They have me. no idea the bullshit that they're... Correct. They have yeah. no idea how different they, they are. They exist like... It's so They're awesome. just sisters, yeah. That's great. But they're total opposites. I mean, when Toys R Us was still around, this is when they were even like four and two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going on five, going on three. And I remember taking them to the toy stores and one would run one one side, one would run to the completely yeah. opposite side, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Candace was like two and a half years old going into Thomas the Train. Mm. Like she loved trains for like a two years like mm-hmm. phase. And and Clarissa would go over to the dolls and, you know, the pets and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. they're complete opposites. And to me now as an adult, I'm like, we know what that represents. Right. And we know where that's leading. Right. But we don't talk about it. We don't bring it up to them. They're too young to know. <clears throat> They're too young to understand. At this point, yeah, of course. My brother's old enough to understand. Um, Do you think that says a lot about the, his children? I think so. I you, think that says a lot. So you think there's a rep? You think that's? But he, you know what? One thing I will always respect about my older brother is he's never said no to them. He's never tried to steer Candace away from um, choosing a Thomas the Train over I don't know my he, little My Little Pony. So he's never tried to help them along in their trans no. like their gender roles he will he will say all right grab what you want that that's Whatever what you, you want. want that's what you yeah. like you want the power ranger go yep. ahead yeah she chose rollerblades over you know and a skateboard over a bike I mean, that's, and that's he's saying that's fine so what's the problem no nothing that's what i'm saying is we didn't have that growing up i i don't think i've met anybody in our mm. generation that can gotcha. say i remember this or being given the option i mean you know and we we manage just fine. I think it'll only get sort easier of. for the next. <laughs> I mean, sort of. I only, I'm sorry. I only say that because. No, like I, I know. I, but I'm saying it will only get easier for the next generations. It ha- it always gets easier. That's part of evolution. Evolution works, where um, you know, where you a certain organism, you know, like exists. It's challenged and it overcomes. If it doesn't overcome, it disappears. No one ever hears from it again. But like, this is something that's gonna stay because it's always been around. Yeah, homosexuality like is dude. The more you, the more you look into history, the more you realize it's always been around. Oh it's yeah, just always been frowned upon. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not sure. nothing new. It's again, somebody yeah. always has a relative, even if you don't have one currently in your family. You can always look back at. Oh, I wonder why this yeah. uncle never married. And, right, and exactly. You always know why, right? Yeah. Like, you just never say it. You never say it. It's unspoken. It's the unspoken it's taboo. uncle who has yeah. the best friend that they live with for 20 years, and yeah. nobody ever just talks about it. Uncle Matt just, <laughs> like, texts on his phone all day, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You never know who he's talking to. You know? And never know. You know what's funny is I just, uh, I just watched uh, on Amazon Prime Uncle Frank. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it, mm-hmm. Uncle Frank? Who's Uncle Frank? It's a movie that's on Amazon Prime right now, but oh, it's really shit. good, and it really takes you back to that place of just because they don't speak about it doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't exist. Uncle Frank. Yeah, Uncle Frank is gay. It, oh Uncle Frank yeah. lives in the city. That's right. Nothing I never to do watched with the it. family. The family, you know, condones him. I never watched it, but I yeah, I it's, saw the trailer. it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Shit, I but looking back at it, you all everybody always has 
someone in their family that you can literally pinpoint and be like, yeah, they yeah, were right, either. Right, right. <laughs> they were gay. There's always that someone. Yeah, whether um, or not they admitted it or felt comfortable, you know, right. it's something different. There's um something I wanted to mention real quick before we wrap up here really soon is um cousin of mine. I found this out maybe six days ago. When I grew up, I didn't know my father, but I knew my father's brothers, my uncles, right? My uncles and my aunts right here in the San Fernando Valley. Um, one of my uncles was Uncle Bob, brother of my father, right? Um, his son, a man a named, a kid named Myron, Myron Martinez. You know, I would hang out with him when I was a kid. I mean, not a lot, but enough to remember where I would hang out with him. We were maybe 14, 15 or something. And Myron was getting into like some hardcore drugs, which I think at the time was like marijuana. And I didn't. Hardcore. That's what I, that's why I mentioned it was hardcore. Cause at that time I was like, I'm not getting into the marijuana cause that's a gateway to, to whatever other stuff. Right. It's the gateway drug. Right. So (laughs) I didn't hang out with him as much, but what I realized was after that, he started getting into more and more drugs. So I lost track of him. Just a cousin that you lose track of. Yeah, I have one of those. Right? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're out young there. and they just try new things and you just never hear from them. You again. never hear from them and, and they unfortunately show up. you see every every everybody else that's part of their family except them. And then right. everybody knows right. not to ask. Right. It's kind of like you don't ask because you don't want to know. You don't say anything about it. So what happened was turns out that He's maybe three or four years younger than me. I don't know how I found it. I think on Facebook or something, but he was murdered like six days ago in Colorado in a town, in a town in Colorado that I spent a small chunk of my childhood at. Like a small town? I don't know if you, I don't know if I talked about it in the last podcast with Art, but like, where I said that I lived in Colorado with my dad. No, you didn't talk about that. I don't know if I did, but um, anyways. I think we got to have a whole other session on your father. <laughs> I think we should. I'm more than open to it. But look, um, I there was a town that my fam- my dad's family owned. They owned a house in Del Norte, Colorado. And then my dad was going to Alamosa. <clears throat> Sorry. Adam State College in Alamosa, Colorado. The towns were like maybe 10 miles apart. Um, anyways, my cousin Myron, his name was Myron, Myron Martinez, was murdered by a, f- supposedly, this is all like brand new. This happened like six days ago. They found his body in a fucking pit, like in a, in a, in a, in a pit of earth. They had to unearth the pit and a, Dental hygienist had to like confirm his identity. He was thirty-eight years old, and he was murdered at what age? He was thirty-eight. He was thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Like, yeah, and um, he was murdered, like maybe like three miles away from the house, like that I used to stay in, like crazy. Like I looked it up on Google Earth, and I, I it tripped me out, like how close it was. 
But this is a guy who grew up right here in Silmar. This guy grew up right here off of Hubbard. Um, hood. Not the hood. <laughs> <laughs> the Pacoimas. Yeah. Not a, not, a, not a tough hood, but like <laughs> he grew up here. He had a good family. And his father was there. His mother was there, whatever. But he, he just got into drugs somehow. He ended up being murdered. I, and I don't know about the situation. I don't know what happened. It's crazy. But I was looking into that and uh, I wanted to, you know, acknowledge it because like, you know, like it, it, I never had a close relationship with the guy. Like I never really, and when we were younger. You don't know anything about him? I do. He, well, I know he, that he was an addict and I know that he was a registered sex offender in Colorado. I never knew that until this happened. But turns out he was a registered sex offender in Colorado. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know the circumstances or whatever, but it just sucks that he was killed the way that he was. I, don't, I have no idea how why? he was killed. Yeah, or why he was killed. Yeah, no, I think everybody has someone that you... You kind of hope nothing happens, but then if it does, then you're like, man, we probably didn't do enough to (laughs) To try to help him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Try to help him out of it. I feel bad. You know, I felt, I felt about, I have a cousin who we haven't seen him probably, I haven't seen him in at least three years Mm -hmm. and he's my younger brother's age. And they were always like the yin and the yang. They played in the same baseball teams for years and then he just got into drugs and then we kind of just lost sight of him. And, you know, we always mention him, like, what happened to him? Mm. Where is he? Like, yeah, what he hasn't died. <laughs> so where is he? You kind of want to bring him along and hope him or, or help help them get back into. Yeah. Back into regular society and, you know. Right. Get him a job and do that thing. But it doesn't always work out. Well. I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but, you know, I, I would never, that's the thing. I, I don't want this to be all about like, don't do everything that I, you know, like avoid everything, avoid all my mistakes. That's not my message. Like I want Zoe to make her own mistakes. And I want my, I want, I want them to make their mistakes, but I don't want them, I don't want, I, I want them to make informed mistakes, informed mistakes. Educated decisions. Educated decisions. Not like a decision based on just your emotions, but like, you know, like, fuck. I mean, you know, your daughter right now, like, would you think she's going to end up with off the bat now? I don't know. Do you think she's informed enough or do you think you've parented her enough to know right from wrong at this point? Or do you think you've encouraged the right decision making? I hope so. I can only hope so. Like I can never say for sure that she's going to do one thing or another. I can only really hope and try. And this is my point here. It's like, look, these are my mistakes. Right. And these are my shortcomings. And I'm not perfect. And I'm not I'm not pretending to be perfect. 
and I have shortcomings. But the only way to succeed and move forward, acknowledge, acknowledge your shortcomings and then work past them, move forward. Have you had shortcomings as a father that you're going to learn from being Zoe's father that you want to instill into this new boy Uh, that's in the way? (laughs) It's a boy. (laughs) You might as well say. So you say. (laughs) So you say. It's not confirmed, but um, it's a boy and it's got a big head. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I there's a lot. I would want to say I would want to instill like confidence, of course, but not blind confidence. I'm like I, I I want confidence, but not just like not a blind confidence. And in Zoe. I would tell her, do whatever your heart tells you. Do whatever your heart tells you. Follow your gut. And don't fucking listen to anyone else. Not even me, because no one else has your unique situation right now. No matter what. No matter what's going, no matter what you're going through. You could be breaking up with a girl right now. You could be breaking up with a boy right now. You could be breaking up with a girl and a boy doesn't matter yeah she could be right timing you could be cheating on both of them no one is having the same reaction that you're having right now this is unique to you and you need to react the way that you want to react but most importantly more importantly than that whatever decision you make you own it you own that decision so if you break someone's heart you own it so you don't hate them. You don't, you don't, you, you sympathize. You, you own that decision. And have you, you re- ever had to break anybody's heart? Absolutely. And, and how did you move on? I felt like fucking shit about it. And I still do. Yeah. I feel bad. But how do you move on? <laughs> By acknowledging that like, I'm a fucking scumbag and I need to do better. Like I, I have to do better. Like if the only way that you can move forward or progress is by saying, I need, I have to do better. I have to move past this. I have to progress. So you move forward. Yeah. Little by little. And you might make the same mistake again, but you acknowledge your, you acknowledge your, you acknowledge it, you move forward. So that's, that would be my message to Zoe. It's like, listen to yourself. Don't listen to anyone else. Move forward on your own, learn from your mistakes, and do your best not to repeat them. And I think that, like, that's a good cycle of behavior to get you where you want to go. It'll change the cycle. You think so? Yeah. I mean, if she comes from a broken household, technically. It's not broken. Fixed. It was right. She had a house, and then now she had to move, and her she parents are homes. split up. Now she has two homes. She has two wonderful homes. She has two Christmases. Your view, right? Know, it would I be know. interesting to see what she says. I know, I know it's true. Her view on the change. Yeah, she was I know a toddler, but now how does she see it? Right, like, especially now that you have another newborn coming up. Right? Well, I, yeah, I've talked she's to her gonna, about that. She's going to get to judge you as a parent. So right. why are you doing this with, you know? 
ex yeah. when you didn't do it with me. Well, I would be like, how dare you judge me on naming my child Exhibit? Because <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Because Exhibit is my man. Nah. I mean, like, it, I, I would be... No, it makes right? sense. Because now you're going to be sense. judged as a father by right. your own daughter. She's old enough to judge you now. That's the great thing. Yeah, she I has would, her own ideas. She has her own beliefs now. But that's fine because I would never, I would never judge him the same. I would never judge him differently. It would be the same thing. Yeah. So I don't have different judgments on a male that I would have on her. Not yet. You don't know. No, I wouldn't. Until he grows up. Why? Why would I? Why would I judge him differently than her? I would hope not, but I, there's no reason to because I have no, I have no um, predispositioned like gender inequality bullshit in my head with religion i don't have no, i have none of that so i'm like totally comfortable with well, being, what if jenny does she doesn't you don't think i'll so? smack the shit out of her well she didn't she didn't move in with you until she got married well so obviously her her religious and family beliefs are still very very present and instilled in her it's not that bad so what yeah. if what if she decides all right that might be where you guys actually have some issues is where I'll smack this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, she won't. No, nah, I, I don't, I don't think it'll be a problem on her part. Huh. I really don't think it'll be a problem. I, I think she's, she's concerned to the point where it's, it's not harmful. It's not psychologically harmful. It's, it's healthy. Like she's informed, but she's not, she doesn't take it that far. Yeah. She's, uh, no, I think it'll be fine. What? Anyways, all right, this is a good place to end it, <clears throat> um, right? So, Brenda, let me ask you this real quick before we go oh and take your time. <laughs> what would you like your daughter, I'm sorry, my daughter to know about me? Your daughter should know that. You come off as a smart ass who has all the right answers, but at the end of the day, <laughs> realizes that he doesn't and humble enough to acknowledge mm. when he's wrong or when he doesn't have an answer. So I think that's good. That's a good, re that's a good lesson. Yeah. Why? I think so. Because when you don't know the answer, you shouldn't comment on it. Right. It's better to give no advice than bad advice, I think. So that's exactly fucking I think, right. I think that's very valuable. And yeah. You know, I wish my dad were as open-minded as you are. So I think she has the <laughs> the one up there. So it's I a value. It's valuable to know when to shut your mouth. You yeah. have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's like, dude, you don't know about it, just shut up. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, I think she'll be all right. That's awesome. I appreciate that. That's great. That's great advice. I wish I could take that advice and shut my mouth, but <laughs> but you won't. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so hey. Thank you so much. And I hope that, like, I hope we can continue this conversation another time. Yeah. Because there's a lot more, I think, that we can, we can talk about. I think about. once you're a dad of a boy. Again? <laughs> <laughs> of a boy. Or a girl. Or a boy. You never know. We'll see. We'll see if, you're, uh, if your thoughts. Change. I mean, I'm hoping for hermaphrodite, but, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. But. <laughs> what? Oh, Jenny's gonna kill you. You got a problem with that? Dude, she's gonna kill you. <laughs> I want a hermaphrodite. Nobody wants a hermaphrodite. Why not? That's just something you get gifted with. <laughs>
white, your fucking intolerant behavior. I think we're going to, no, forget it. I'm deleting this whole conversation because your intolerance. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right. <laughs> Brenda Duque. How do you say it? Duque. Yeah, Duque. you said it right. Shit. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for taking the time. Um, and I have no parting wisdom for Zoe. <laughs> Just listen. Trust to your everyone. gut. That, that's all I got from this is Zoe, trust your gut. Zoe, trust your gut. Whether you're right or wrong, nobody else is going to ha have the right answer for you other than yourself. So there you trust go. Your gut. There you go. Yeah, that's what it is. What else? That's it. That's not it. Dude, your daughter's going to be smarter than you. So <laughs> she'll be able to trust her own instinct. You know, she learns from your mistakes. You learn okay. from, you know, history. She'll be all right. So I made the mistake of being straight. She's going <laughs> to correct it by being she, gay. You, yeah. You, you know, by the time she grows up, she'll know <laughs> what mistakes you made as a father, <laughs> as a husband. So I hope she'll so. know what to expect and what not to expect from her marriage. So she'll be all right. That's great. That's good to hear. Yeah, I think so. All right. I'm glad. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Thank you so much. Um, and good night, Zoe. Good night, Zoe. <laughs>